Hello, and welcome to the Breastfeeding Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ann Eglash. This podcast is co-sponsored by the Department of Family Medicine at the University of Wisconsin School of Medicine and Public Health, as well as the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine. The Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine is an international organization of physicians dedicated to the promotion, protection, and support of breastfeeding and human lactation through education and research. Our goal for this podcast series is to help you manage clinical aspects of breastfeeding medicine. We also hope to keep you updated with current research that may impact practice management. Any advice or recommendations in this podcast do not reflect official policies or views of the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine. Today we're going to talk about how to establish and maintain an adequate milk supply while the baby is in the neonatal intensive care unit. I have with me today Dr. Jane Morton. Dr. Morton is a clinical professor of pediatrics at Stanford University and a fellow of the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine. She's a former executive board member of the American Academy of Pediatrics section on breastfeeding. She practices general pediatrics in California, and she's designed and implemented systems, policies, and educational curricula to enable a new mother to leave the hospital prepared and confident to care for an exclusively breastfed baby. She also has a marvelous video regarding hand expression that's available free at the Stanford website. You can see this video at newborns.stanford.edu forward slash breastfeeding forward slash hand expression dot html. Hi Jane, thanks for joining me today for this podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure, Anne. First we'll talk about why mothers who have preemies and ill infants in the NICU why do they have difficulty with their milk supplies? What are the underlying reasons for that? Well, I think that it helps uh, when we talk about this subject to uh, divide it into two points. The first is, why do they have problems getting started and initiating their, their uh, milk supply? And then I think we should make a separate topic of why they have a difficult time maintaining their production once their milk comes in, so to speak. So the, the first thing is, uh, I, I think, as far as establishing a milk supply, many times these mothers are very sick themselves and need help. And they're so focused on their uh, little one that they may delay the time that they begin expressing milk. But we know that the year you get started, just like with breastfeeding, um, uh, the better off you're going to be. So first of all, getting started in the first few hours after you, you deliver is important, but you can understand why many mothers have problems. The second is that we know that the frequency and the effectiveness of removing colostrum or the first milk that comes in in the first three days influences your later milk production potential. So what you do in the first three days can kind of make you or break you, so to speak. So that not just getting started early and not just trying to express frequently, but what we learned in the study we did was that it has to be effective removal of colostrum. And we know that many mothers who are separated from their infants are unable to collect any amount with an electric pump. They seem to get more missed in the 
flanges of the breast shield in the first three days rather than the thick, viscous colostrum. And maybe the pump is just not particularly effective at getting colostrum out. So that leads to the point that the frequency of hand expression uh, um, influences your subsequent milk production. Uh, so I'd be happy to tell you about a very interesting study we did with mothers of preterm babies who were uh, um, less than 30 weeks gestation, so tiny little two-pounders average. Uh, and the, the more frequently mothers used hand expression in the first three days, the more milk they had at two weeks, at eight weeks, and so forth. Um, and so that, for example, at two weeks, the mothers who used hand expression five times a day or more in the first three days had 780 mLs compared to the mothers who used hand expression less than twice a day in the first three days who had 443 mLs, a big difference. And importantly, there was no significant difference in how frequently these mothers in the, in the various groups used a breast pump. So the, the first thing to, to realize is that your pump, your electric pump, may not be particularly effective, maybe because the colostrum is too viscous, and the uh, uh, hand expression is a very easy thing to learn how to do. It's when you're, when you're so sick, having just had a preterm baby or worried about the baby, it's most helpful if you can actually have someone teach you how to do it. If you don't have anyone to teach you how to do it, you can watch a step-by-step -step demonstration of this on a website that we made with the study mothers. And if you just go to Google and type in Stanford breastfeeding, you will get the website and you'll see on the, on the column uh, hand expressing milk. And you'll be able to just see exactly how you do it. Although, again, it's nice if someone can personally teach you how to do it. So that's, that's probably as much as we need to say about establishing a milk supply before your milk comes in. Um, I'm not sure how effective the pump is, but I'm very certain that your hands are incredibly important in, establish, in, in establishing a milk supply and uh, uh, affecting your production long term. So that's the first thing. The, now let's sort of move to the whole business of once your milk comes in, and of course you don't want to keep just hand expressing because it gets a little tedious, um, and that's when we learned that something called hands-on pumping is tremendously helpful. Now what is hands-on pumping? First of all, what it is not is just sort of sitting there passively letting an electric breast pump suck the milk from the breast. So this is not a passive thing. What hands-on pumping is, is it's a, using the pump in combination with um, breast compression and hand expression and so that you're using your hands to get the, the, the lumps of uh, um, compressing the lumps of filled uh, milk in your breast 
while you are uh, uh, using the pump. Now, I know this sounds a little, what on earth is she talking about? So, again, if you go to the same website and uh, take a look in the left-hand column at something called Maximizing Milk Production, you'll see the mothers in the study who explain step-by-step exactly how to best, most effectively, use a breast pump. And then the question comes up of why does this work better than uh, um, just allowing the suction of the pump work for you? And let me say that some of this is speculative, but the reason that we think that it helps Um, And by the way, the mothers who used frequent hand expression and hands-on pumping, by eight weeks, they had far more milk, almost a liter a day, that's a quart a day, almost at eight weeks, compared to the mothers who did not, who were substantially less. And not just that, but they had much richer milk. They had much more fat content uh, in, in their milk. Now, the reason for this, we think, is that um, uh, the pump suction alone may not remove a smaller fraction of the hind milk, that fat-rich milk, and that perhaps the tactile stimulation of your hands, using your hands on your breath, may increase the, the stimulation to have a letdown reflex where your body uh, works to release the milk in the breast, and possibly the compression may increase the flow and reduce what we now realize from ultrasound studies is this post-letdown retrograde milk flow. What that means is that after a period of time, after you've had a letdown, instead of the milk just sitting in the ducts, it in fact flows back to the little factory centers. It flows in a retrograde fashion. And perhaps by compressing the breast and using your hands, you prevent that from happening and increase the amount of milk you can uh, uh, effectively get out of your breast. So is that clear, Anne? Yes, that sounds, that's very interesting. It's exciting to be able to have ultrasound studies that, help us with understanding what we're actually doing on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I also think, really, I wish I had known this information years ago when I first started helping new mothers because since we've learned, since personally, and I know I shouldn't get into anecdotal things, but personally since I've learned this, I've been so much more effective for mothers with low milk production or uh, mothers who... Uh, have problems with getting babies to latch on and so forth because it's so easy to use hand expression and drop the colostrum into a little teaspoon and feed it to the baby and give your breast more stimulation and give the baby more to eat in the first three days. So it's just tremendously valuable and tremendously effective as far as getting your production to be uh, uh, adequate enough to feed your baby so you're not relying on pumping or formula and so forth in the future. And I, I think this, this study suggests that reliance on electric pumping alone 
may actually compromise milk production potential in mothers who depend on pumps, and that simply going pumping more frequently beyond a certain threshold or spending more time pumping may be far less effective than making the pumping more effective. Uh, so again, the mothers in this study, in fact, pumped, spent less time pumping if they used a combination of their hands and the pump with hands-on pumping. They spent less time pumping, they spent more time uh, sleeping through the night, and their milk production uh, went up in 97% of the mothers who started using this technique at an average of 21 days after uh, they delivered. So at a time where many mothers find their milk production kind of teetering, 97% of these mothers found their milk production uh, uh, significantly going up. And significantly going up, what that means is um, uh, there was a 48% increase. So before they started, the average amount they uh, were producing or expressing before they used the technique was 580 mLs a day. And after, by eight weeks, the average amount they were producing was 860. So, and again, uh, this is, they began using this technique after two weeks at an average of 21 days. And, and Jane, can you, can you tell us how many people were in your study? Yeah, we had uh, a total of 67 mothers, and 42 completed the study. Which brings me to my other question, uh, which is compliance with manual expression. I find that many mothers prefer to double pump even with hands-free units, so they like to be able to use their hands, do other things while they're pumping, and not really think about pumping uh, because pumping can take so much time. And so now with with um, hand expression, we're asking women to sort of take a step back and really work on their expression by having at least one hand attend to the breast. Yes. And I wonder if this is true also for women in your study, if this was something that was difficult for them to achieve. Well, it, it was very interesting, Anne, because the, first of all, um, I found quite the reverse. In the first three days, when we were not talking about hands-on pumping, but simply hand expression, um, they were just across the board relieved to know that they had any milk at all, because with the pump, they couldn't get anything out, except, again, mist uh, in the uh, collecting system of the pump. But with their hands, one of the most common comments they would make is, oh, I didn't know I had milk. And uh, um, so that, you know, even though their breasts are soft and they feel like they don't have much and they may have delivered early and they think that they're broken and so on and so forth, in fact, that was not the case at all. So in the beginning, and yes, there may be some cultural barriers, but I found that mothers are so wanting to breastfeed that uh, it may be that in fact, I would go teach them how to do it and perhaps just simply showing them with my hands and then showing showing them how to do it with their hands gave them the permission, if you will, uh, of not just the know-how, but the permission to do something, you know, maybe that no one, they've never seen in any television program or whatever. So 
uh, but they were delighted to learn how to do it. And many times you'd come back and they'd say, I didn't get anything out with the pump, but look how much I've gotten out with hand expression. And then the second part, the hands-on pumping, what we found was that the reason we made videos of this was because the mothers came and asked me if uh, they could be filmed doing this because they realized that compared to the other mothers in the the non-study mothers uh, in the NICU who, for whatever reason, were not eligible for this study, that they were producing lots more milk. And they realized, uh, actually, before we had all our data assessed, they realized before I did that this technique was vastly helpful uh, um, compared to sitting there relying on the pump alone. So that I think that when mothers, uh, and then since then, in, in demonstrating this to various mothers, I, who let's say, for example, a mother who's not producing enough, I just tell her, first of all, watch the video so that you're making sure you use your hands to really help empty that last little bit of milk in the breast. That's the most important part. It's really not the last because these breasts are constant factories. But the, the tiny amount of the, the, the rem- last fraction of milk in the breast is what you want to uh, remove as best you can. And the second thing is, if, if a mother is struggling with production, I just tell her, don't even bother getting the pump out every time you express it. Just every time you go to the bathroom, every time you take a shower, every time you're in a private place, just pull your bra down, use hand expression, and just dump it in the sink. Don't even try to collect it, because then you won't do it as often. But if you just do it as, as frequently as you rub your nose, just teeny little bits, just Tell your breast that you've got triplets, not just a one baby, but three babies. Just tiny little bits of colostrum on a daily basis and do it for about a week and just see what happens. It's really quite impressive how quickly your breasts respond. That is so interesting. It's such a different paradigm uh, to be using when we talk about breast expression and maintaining and establishing a milk supply. I think it is, and I think that, I mean, if I may be so bold, I think sometimes marketing um, leads us down the wrong path and that we see these beautiful commercials of mothers working on their computer while their their whatever brand pump is at work, and uh, um, and we think, oh, okay, put me on autopilot and let me just do it. But that's not the way you breastfeed. Right. Uh, uh, you know, you don't make it such an automated uh, action. And I think that, that uh, uh, this has been given very little attention, but the truth is it's a totally risk-free uh, technique uh, you've always got your hands there. You can do it, uh, you know, whenever you just walk into a private area. Uh, you don't have to plug anything in. Uh, so it's it's an easy thing to do, and, and I think that uh, sort of the, the hands-free this attitude is maybe uh, undermines our ability to really produce enough milk for our babies. Well, thank you so much for spending the time with me today to produce this podcast. I greatly appreciate it, and I think all the listeners will also learn quite a bit from this podcast. 
Um, can you share one more time the website where they can, where people can view the um, hand expression video and um, hands hands on expression, breast expression, hands on pumping, yeah. hands on pumping. If right. you if you just the easiest thing to remember is just go to Google and type in Stanford. That's the name of Stanford University where I work and then type in breastfeeding, and a website will pop up, and it's the Stanford Newborn Nursery uh, breastfeeding website, and there'll be two little things to watch. One is hand-expressing milk, and two is maximizing milk production. Those two videos, um, each lasting just a very short time, uh, I think will uh, be helpful. Great. Well, thanks so much, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Thanks a lot, Anne. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. If you have any interest in the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine or any questions or comments about this podcast, please email us at abm at b as in boy, f as in frank, med.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a few weeks.